Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. You need to want the things that are good for you, even if they are hard. Your body is the vessel of your soul. Consider it your sacred duty to feed your body and soul the best nutrients. Harry Truman once said, Imperfect action trumps perfect inaction. Did you hear that? Imperfect action trumps perfect inaction. If you backslide, just take notice, but get right back on the path. When you make the choice to do what it takes to stay healthy, you are sending your body a powerful message that it deserves the best. Food is information for your DNA. Wow, here we are, episode 20. I cannot believe it. Oh gosh, you know, every single week I'm like, I have so much to tell the world. And I'm like, what do I just, what topic do I pick? So sometimes I feel like these podcasts can be a little bit random, but I always hope you take something from them. So if this episode feels a little bit random, what I'm about to tell you is something we definitely need to talk about, okay? Bear with me. I promise there's going to be a good takeaway. All right. So tell me this. Have you ever wondered why men have man boobs? And if you're a man listening to this, have you ever wondered why you have man boobs? Or if you're a mom and you have a little girl and she hits puberty in third and fourth grade because it's the 21st century and that's what girls are doing. Have you ever wondered why? Like these are just, and you're like saying right now, Shauna, man boobs and puberty. How are these two related? Bear with me stay with me. Or maybe you're not a mom. Maybe you hit puberty young. I mean, I'm transparent with you guys. I got my first menstrual cycle at 10 years old. I was in fifth grade. I will never forget it, but it's getting younger and younger. And it's definitely something we need to discuss. Or maybe you can't relate to either of those things. And maybe you're just curious about why you have really bad heartburn and you reach for Tums. Or maybe you get awful headaches and you grab that Advil or that Aleve. Okay. I want to use this platform as an educational platform. That's why I get on here. That's why I talk to you guys because I feel like education, awareness, herbal therapy, and just the belief that we live in a world of limitless possibilities is a profound way to change your life today. So if you're feeling a little bit stuck or you have questions about any of the things I just mentioned, turn this up a little bit louder. Okay. But the first thing I'm going to preface this episode with is it's not your fault, okay? It is up to you to completely listen to this and make the change. And please remember that any podcast you listen to, anything you read, any article, anything on the news, it's all biased, okay? Regardless of the research and the data, everybody has a right to their own opinion, okay? However, the choices you made yesterday and the ones you make tomorrow can be very, very different but that's going to be completely up to you. So today we're going to deep dive into endocrine disruptors and what they're doing to us and how we can live longer, healthier lives, what you can literally do today. Like I'm not asking you to do anything crazy, so just hang tight, okay? There's a big difference between quality of life and years of life. 
Did you hear me? There's a difference between quality of life and years of life. This day and age, people are living longer, but the quality of their life sucks. Okay. By age 50, 60, we're on so many medications. I just don't even get me started. It's, and we're masking symptoms. We're not getting down to the root cause of things. This is just so sad. You should be living your best life at 50. I'm 31. I'm not scared of 50 years old. I am going to do everything in my power. Mind you, are things going to change over the years? For for sure. I'm going to do everything in my power to educate myself and anybody that I come in contact with about how to make their life a better quality. Okay. I don't care if you live to a hundred, but you're miserable. Like what is the point? Right. And like I said, I can go on and on about this, but we're going to deep dive. And today we're going to start in with what are endocrine disruptors. Okay. Your endocrine system. Okay. And what these disruptors are doing to you are going to blow your mind. So first of all, what are they? So they're basically low dose estrogen like agents found in plastics, scented cosmetics, sunscreens, preservatives. I'm not even going to go through the long list of words that I can't even per pronounce. I mean, I could, but you know, I'm going to butcher it. You're probably going to laugh. Um, but they're in everything and there's so many, we're only going to touch on a few today and I'm going to touch on others in future episodes, but I legit read about a woman who only handles her cash, cash register receipts with tongs, like as simple as the receipt they're handing you at, at the grocery store is disrupting your hormones. Is that not blowing your mind right now? I'm all like, why? And I get it. Like, okay, you can get your receipt emailed to you, but I feel like 90% of the time they still try to hand you a receipt. I don't know. Maybe that's me. So Anyway, I don't want to shortchange y'all about the information, so we're going to touch on just a few things today, but endocrine disruptors are hormone disruptors, and so what are are they? Like I said, they're low-dose estrogen-like agents, and they're found in things we touch every single day, and these wreak havoc on our hormones. Men, you too. You have hormones, believe it or not. You have estrogen. You have testosterone. So do we, ladies, and we're exposed daily, and this day's daily exposure is killing us slowly. Okay. How? Well, it's showing up as obesity, diabetes, thyroid problems, prostate issues, different cancers, female and male reproductive issues, fertility, all of those things. That's how it's showing up. So you may think that you're like, oh, it's not affecting me. I'm living my best life, Shauna. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't listen to me. You can shut this episode off, but I promise you it is affecting you. It may have just not caught up to you yet. Okay. These disruptors even decrease the conversion of vitamins to like, they don't allow. So, so say you take in vitamin D, right? A lot of people are deficient in vitamin D, even people in California. And that's because they're these disruptors that are acting like estrogen agents are decreasing the conversion of the vitamins into their active form. So you're taking them in, but we can't use them. That's ridiculous. We're deficient in things we're actually taking in, but our body's not using them. Okay. And there are things we can do about this. So hang tight. So estrogen, I like to call this the fat storage hormone. Is it necessary? Yes. It's not the worst thing in the world, but tell me that you haven't heard of estrogen dominance. I I feel like like that is like the thing people are talking about. And how I'm going to deep dive into that is, are you a man? Do you have man boobs? 
are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Does he have man boobs? I dated a guy one time with man boobs. Never thought it had anything to do with hormones. I was like, oh, that's genetics. I'm not saying that it might not be genetics too. I am not a doctor. I am not, I'm not going to pretend to know everything. I don't know everything by any means. But if you have a man or you are a man that has man boobs, or maybe a man with a gut that looks like they're about to have a baby, we have an issue here. Okay. These hormone disruptors mimic the action of estrogen. So insanely enough, year round, whether you're a man or you're a woman, you're storing fat. Why? Because all these disruptors are causing you to store fat. And you're storing fat for an upcoming pregnancy. So even if you're a man, all year round, you're storing fat for an upcoming pregnancy, which is why you have these man boobs and why you have this belly that looks like you're about to have a baby. Now you're like, oh my God, Shauna, what do I do? Hold on. Let me explain a little, a little bit more. I'm trying to be like, I just, I hate when I like learn about things and, um, it's so scientific that I don't even understand it. Right. So I'm really just trying to break it down for you. So you understand what it's doing inside of your body. Cause I feel like when you can relate, like when you can look at things like quality foods or like look at the benefits of things and actually understand them, you're more likely to put them into play every single day. Right. So what happens is these hormone disruptors, they act as estrogen and they attach to a receptor in your body. And instead of leaving like regular hormones, they attach to the receptors and they leave, they remain attached permanently. What does this do? It disrupts our cell messaging. So it leaves our fat storage mode on all of the time. Who wants to have man boobs look like they're pregnant and be storing fat all year round? I'm not raising my hand right now. And if you are, um... Well, no comment because no, I I don't think anybody is. Even crazier, even crazier. These fake compounds, these estrogen-like compounds are more powerful than the actual hormone itself. Okay. So some common causes of estrogen dominance and estrogen dominance, again, is like it's it's taking over your body. You're getting way too much of it. And it one of the biggest sources, one of the biggest problems of excess estrogen is actually in our modern diet. So commercially raised animals are being injected with growth hormones. And remember, you are what you eat ate. So you're eating that cow, you're eating whatever that cow was injected with too. So if growth hormone makes them fat and chubby, guess what it's going to make you fat and chubby. Okay. Okay. I know you don't want to hear that, but I'm just telling you the truth. So it's happening every single day in the foods we eat. That's what I'm saying. It's not your fault. I'm just trying to educate you, you guys. You see the pesticides, the herbicides, the fungicides, all these found on conventional produce. These are known known endocrine disruptors, okay? They interfere with your natural hormone activity, your cell messaging, and your metabolism, okay? Now, Maybe on some fruits and vegetables, they only exist in small quantities, but it's a cumulative cumulative compound effect. They're going to add up and it's so detrimental long-term. All right. So if you have excess body fat, maybe stored in the hips, the waist, the thighs, it's one of the leading cause of estrogen dominance, the excess body fat. So not only does fat tissue absorb and store estrogen that's circulating in your bloodstream, okay, Having high levels of estrogen cues your body to make more fat cells. So we're estrogen dominant. We're making more fat. We're storing more fat. This is a vicious cycle. Does anybody know about this? Is anybody talking about this? I'm just, I'm just blown away. Okay. So 
I told you what the problem is. Now we need a solution. So what are some strategies to help heal estrogen dominance? I want you to avoid dairy products. I've talked about dairy a few times. Um, Goat and sheep are your best products for cheese, but dairy products and meats from cows that were injected with growth hormones, always buy organic. You look for no pesticides, no herbicides, no growth hormone. Like it's, it's on the package, right? There are stuff that they don't have to disclose to us with disclose to us, which is so messed up, but do your best. Okay. Opt for organic produce whenever possible to avoid the pesticides and the fertilizers. Please filter your water. Quality water is so important. There's pollution, there's runoff. These are hormone disruptors. They're running rampant in our water supply. Okay. Maybe switch out your um, body care products. So there's tons of chemicals and body care products. I know I'm personally part of Primally Pure. Uh, I'll put the discount code in the box um, down below this episode for you guys, but it's all natural, organic, no synthetic, no, none of that crap. So switch out your body products, lose weight, and it's easier said than done, right? So it's hard when your hormones are off balance. You're preaching to the choir here. Um, But decreasing body fat will automatically decrease the amount of estrogen produced by those fat cells. So exercising regularly, being in a good mindset, eating clean, right? And eat plenty of estrogen-lowering foods. So that can be cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cabbage, um, mushrooms, green tea, pomegranate. It's all good for lowering your estrogen. Um, Ditch the plastic. So go to your kitchen right now. Get the plastic out of your kitchen. They contain what we call xenoestrogens, which are fake estrogens. Literally touching them. It goes in your body. And go bless. Please don't heat up those plastic containers. Please don't do it. Buy some glass, you guys. Um, same with water bottles. Be very, very careful. Okay. Relieve your stress. Okay. Yoga, meditation, make sure you're getting adequate sleep at night. It lets your body detox. It's like, it's like the cleaning ladies come in at night. Okay. We need to detox during the night, which is why if you're a night eater or you don't give your body enough time to detox, I'm doing another detox tomorrow. Pray pray for me because like 19 hours with just bone broth and water is very painful, (laughs) but it's so good for you. So knowing the health benefits, just like, I don't know, it's worth it to me. You can also supplement. You can take some calcium. um, You can take calcium that binds to estrogen. Um, There's something called milk thistle. Okay. Um, NAC, you can talk to your doctor. You know, you want to safely detoxify and clear out the estrogens, but those are a couple supplements I recommend. I know it's a lot, you guys, um, but estrogen dominance is a huge problem in in our society right now, but we have control. We can take control of it. Clean out your cupboards, make good choices. I'm not saying go throw away everything you own, but when you run out of things, just be mindful when you purchase things again. Okay. So that's my estrogen rant. That is my endocrine disruptor rant. We are going to now jump into Tums. Oh man, this is going to be real good. We're going to talk about acid reducers and we're going to talk about NSAIDs. Oh, this is like, oof. You guys, they're getting us. Have you seen those commercials? No wonder we're all brainwashed. I mean, how convincing on Nexium. Tame the acid beast. I'm not kidding you. I looked these things up. I don't watch TV, so I don't know. All I know is we're really good at marketing in this society. So Nexium, an acid reducer, right? Prilosec. Larry the Cable Guy's on there saying, don't get heartburn in the first place. Everybody loves Larry the Cable Guy. We've got to take some Prilosec. It's got to be good for us, right? He's funny as shit. <laughs> uh, and Zantac, no pill res- uh, relieves heartburn faster. 
These are literally the commercials that are coming on in between the shows you're watching about why we need to take these acid reducers. So what do we do? We have them all on hand. Ooh, including Tums. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about Tums. I am a sucker for some Tums. Now, what's wrong with acid reducers? Well, they're called PPIs, which are proton pump inhibitors. This is what happen, happens. And I know firsthand how, how addicting these are. So they reduce the amount of stomach acid in your stomach. And some of you are like, oh, perfect. I won't feel this burning sensation in my esophagus after I eat a large pizza. Okay, first of all, don't be eating a whole large pizza. I've done that before. It just doesn't feel good. So unfortunately, because the PPIs or the acid reducers lower the amount of stomach acid in your stomach, it affects everything. Your stomach is supposed to be highly acidic. On the acidic scale, your stomach acid is around the range of battery acid. That's how potent it is. On the pH scale, it's between a one and a three which is low as you can go, you guys. That's as low as you can go. You want it to be acidic. And you're like, but Shauna, I don't want heartburn. I get that. Listen, in middle school on spaghetti day, I was always in the nurse's office. I had heartburn like you guys would not believe. As a middle schooler, all the way up through high school, college, I would go into the nurse's office. I'm like, oh, my pain in my chest. They'd get me saltine crackers. They'd lie me down. Okay, so they give me refined carbohydrates with flour. And then I lay down two things you should never do. And I'm not faulting the nurse and I'm not faulting my parents. And then you go home sick or whatever. And they give you some Tums and some ginger ale. What? What? You're getting me giving me colorful candy and a carbonated beverage. <laughs> what? Okay, like I said, no fault to my school nurses or my parents. But y'all, this is not the answer. Okay, I literally ate tons like candy. I carefully picked the colors and I always had three instead of two. The red ones are the best in case you're wondering. <laughs> so why is your stomach so acidic and why do you care about this? Because listen, the stomach acidity kills the bad bacteria. Every moment you ingest something, just living, just breathing, you're taking in bad bacteria, right? So before it makes it further down your digestive tract and wrecks complete havoc, your stomach acid breaks it down. It doesn't let it go any further. But what happens when you take um, PPIs or acid reducers, the bacteria starts to overgrow in your stomach and it literally changes your gut microbiome, which is literally who you are. If you've heard this phrase, your gut is your second brain, it's literally your first. Like if you have a gut instinct, please listen to it. It's always right. Okay. Now listen, you need good and bad bacteria. Like they just coexist together. You don't want to wipe them out, which is what antibiotics do. They wipe out everything, which that's a whole nother episode, you guys. But your good and your bad bacteria live in your colon or your large intestine. So basically your digestion, digestion starts in your mouth with the saliva and it gets down into your stomach and then it goes into the small intestine, large intestine, and then out of your body through what we call poop. Okay, so you have your good and bad bacteria that live in your large intestine. Now, when you lack stomach acid, it allows the bacteria to crawl back up into your small intestine. That's why digestive enzymes can be really, really good. And it's actually something that I've been doing for weeks now. I have to take digestive enzymes with every single meal because I have something we're going to talk about in just a moment, both of them. So when you lack the stomach acid, it allows the bacteria to crawl into your small intestine where it shouldn't be. And it disrupts the gut barrier, the gut lining, which is only one layer thick. It's very, very thin. 
Now, this leads to what we call leaky gut or SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. I have both of those conditions this very moment. They are very uncomfortable and I don't recommend them, which is why I'm just trying to educate you guys, okay? So the bacteria in your small intestine breach, literally break through the gut barrier and they gain access to your circulatory system. So they get into your bloodstream and they cause severe inflammation. Your food particles are not supposed to be in your bloodstream, you guys. Okay, if you just go back and look at some of my before and after pictures of my face, literally I blow up like a balloon and it looks like like I wasn't out eating cookies and milkshakes. My body was literally in war. So a big indicator of my health is is literally how swollen I look. It's crazy. It's so crazy, but you need your your stomach acid to be acidic. So please stop taking all of these proton pump inhibitors. Okay. Once the bacteria gains access to your circulatory system and it breaches those walls, it is so painful, okay? You gain weight because your your body's like, okay, we got to fuel our white blood cells, right? They're, gonna, they're, they're going to battle for us. We got to gain weight. We got to put on weight. We're in battle. We go years in battle. I don't want you to be in battle. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. You start fearing food. Okay, I want you to have food freedom. I don't want you to be afraid of food. I just want you to understand what you're eating, what it's doing for you, and how if you treat your body right, it it literally will forever be there for you. Okay, take-home message, stomach acid is necessary. Okay, you know, think about Grandma Jones. Okay, maybe she eats plenty of protein. She's been super, super healthy her whole life. But now she's like wasting away. She's very, very tiny, something called sarcopenia. This is common in older people. They're actually eating enough protein, but without the stomach acid, because they've taken Nexium for 50 years or Omeprazole, they can't break the protein down to be used. So they end up being deficient in it. It's crazy. It's such a vicious cycle, you guys. You can be doing all the right things, but if your body doesn't know how to use or can't, it's it's in war and it can't use what you're giving it, you're going to be deficient in it. You're going to be malnourished. Okay, just like the vitamin D, the people in California, like, you know, we should be deficient in vitamin D in California, but it happens. So if you do have acid reflux and you're uncomfortable, first of all, you need to look at what you're eating. Okay, we don't eat like late at night, before bed, before you lay down, certain foods, you know, find your triggers and stuff like that. But actually, Rolaids are a good low, low sugar source of calcium carbonate. Okay, or there's this other thing you can get on Amazon. It's called DGL licorice root extract. Okay, you can get that, like I said, on Amazon, but it soothes your stomach and throat. It's like a plant-based support of licorice root, um, and it's a natural digestive aid, and it helps ease indigestion and acidity. Okay, so clean out your cupboards. Okay, thanks. Love you. Anyway, okay, the last thing we're going to talk about is NSAIDs, things like Aleve, Aspirin, Advil, Naproxen. You know, I know you know. So not only did I awful acid reflux growing up, but I had terrible headaches. Some of them would turn to migraines. Awful. Okay. This was before my years and days of knowing about essential oils and what else I could do about like meditation and yoga and all that stuff. So let's go back to those commercials that have us brainwashed. Okay. We just, we just talked about them with the acid reducers. Now with the NSAIDs, we've got like Aleve proven better on joint pain than Tylenol. FDA approved. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'd go buy that. Aspirin, the wonder drug that works wonders. Like what? 
is that what the wonder drug okay and then advil relief doesn't get any better than this they're so they're so convincing i mean kudos to whoever made up these beautiful lines to like sell their products but i'm here to say call bullshit on this because listen Aleve, Advil, aspirin, naproxen. Yeah, you might as well take in an atomic bomb. And here's the thing. The guy that got the brunt, you know, kind of like gluten, was aspirin. Because aspirin damaged the stomach lining. And remember, I told you, digestion digestion starts in the mouth, and then we get down into the stomach. Now, with the stomach, you know, we can see with a scope. And aspirin was ruining the stomach lining. So doctors, medical professionals, you know all those people that are just handing this stuff out like candy went crazy on the prescription of other painkillers. It's like, oh, it's just aspirin. We can do Aleve. We can do Advil, Tylenol. When in fact, we couldn't see the damage being done to the smaller intestine because the scope didn't get down that far at the time. Now we can see into the small intestine and the... um. The, the webs that have been created and the scar tissue that are there is insane, you guys. Like NSAIDs increase inflammation even more. So you take them, it's destroying your gut, okay, which is where 70% of your immunity is. So what do you do? You're in pain. You're going to take more painkillers. It's this addictive, vicious cycle. And if you aren't feeling the ill effects quite yet, you will. You will. I don't know when, but you will. So I suggest you run with this. Make changes today. I don't just want you to live long. I want you to live long with a long life full of vibrancy, color, quality, and pain-free. I really, really do. Okay? I'm suffering with so many things right now, and I've talked to you guys a few times about it, between the healing the leaky gut, H. pylori, gluten sensitivity, SIBO. Like, I have the list right now. I have not taken a single antibiotic. Nothing at all. Okay? Herbal remedies and food. And I posted just the other day, if you follow me on social media, my I'm, I'm going to talk about this on an upcoming episode about your blood gl- glucose fasting and then after you eat. Mine was well over 100, pre-diabetic, ever since my competition back in July 2021. I've just been very, very sick. And these past 10 days of changing everything, I've been in the 80s, low 90s. Last night, I had my first like meal out with a glass of alcohol and I had some ice cream. Oh my God. This morning, fasting blood glucose back up to 110. (laughs) My body's like, "Uh, hell no, Shauna, we ain't ready for this, okay? So all I'm trying to do is educate you. I want you to live long. I want you to love your life. I don't want you to be in pain. I don't want you to keep taking more pills on top of pills, okay? I have a lot of clients that come to me with autoimmune diseases and stuff like that, and they start out with like nine, ten medications, and by the time we're done working together, I'm not a doctor, you guys, but herbal remedies, okay, functional medicine, that's why I'm a nutritionist, and fun- and focusing in digestive health, like that with food, it works, it's, wor- it's proven, okay, you can go from ten medications to two or none, come on. So we talked about what to replace um, acid reducers with when it comes to NSAIDs and you've got a headache and you're not feeling yourself and that's your go-to. I want you to try replacing it with, with some peppermint oil. I love Young Living and uh, doTERRA. Those are like the two best um, brands. Um, put it between your eyes. Just close your eyes. Take some big deep breaths. Um, I count to four in. Hold for four at the top. Exhale for four. Do that. Okay, sometimes we're just short on oxygen. Sometimes we're just short on water. We're just stressed out. And remember, 
I think I, I spoke about this the other day, again, on social media, but rubbing your temples does actually stimulate movement of fluid in your brain. So putting a little peppermint oil there or um, on your um, base of your neck is really, really good as well. There's Boswellia, and that is spelled B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A. And that's actually a plant that produces Indian frankincense, which is an anti-inflammatory. So that's another option instead of a leaf or Advil. And the last one I'm going to tell you guys about is called white willow bark. And this is the bark of a white willow. And it contains Sicilian, which is a chemical similar to to aspirin. So it's a combination of the herbs, powerful anti-inflammatory plant compounds um, called known as flavonoids. Okay. And they're responsible for relieving pain and, um, again, anti-inflammatory effects. So those are a couple options. If you're pregnant, nursing, all those things, disclaimer, talk to your doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm just trying to give you some other solutions to when you're not feeling good. Cause I get it. Like it's easy to fall back into what you've always known. Okay. It's easy to go to the cupboard and grab that Aleve or grab those Tums. You know, the red's the best, I tell you. But <laughs> if you don't keep them on hand and you're more conscious and you get these other things in your cupboard and learn about them, It's amazing. And they're so much better for your children as well, you guys. I know some of you out there listening have kids and I know you care about their well-being. Please, 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 please think about these things that we talked about today. We talked about a lot. Endocrine disruptors, estrogen dominance, acid reducers, and NSAIDs, okay? Uh, These could all be their own separate episodes, but I don't feel the need to bore you with all the scientific research. I feel like I do my own research before I jump on here and try to educate you guys. So if you ever have any questions, please reach out. Please send this podcast to somebody you think could benefit from it. Please subscribe, rate, review so I can make more podcasts just like this. You guys, it means so much to me. I can reach more um, more women, more we- more men all across the country. That's all I want to do is educate and spread knowledge as much as, as much as possible. Okay? So I want to leave you with this. Same thing we started with. You need to want the things that are good for you, even if they are hard. Your body is the vessel of your soul. Consider it sacred duty to feed your body and soul the best nutrients. Harry Truman once said, imperfect action trumps perfect inaction. So do something today, guys. Do something to make the change. Because when you make the choice to do what it takes to stay healthy, you're sending your body a powerful message that it deserves the best. And it really does. I love you. I appreciate you. Take what you need. Leave what you don't. Have a beautiful week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. I love you all. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.